for checking out the podcast and do you have a personal text checker because major friend fail just happened with a certain someone mm, holly yeah thanks called out hard you're welcome i didn't know this was such a big deal but okay it's a huge deal forget puppies and hiking the new pick you need on your dating profile to majorly score but first what's your weakness movie because nira you're so weak for this mine's a good one you can't handle it such a good one take a listen holly and nira What's your weakness movie? That one movie that you're just like, oh my God, I can't. It's my weakness. Out of the blue, Nira the other night texted me. Because I texted her something and then she bossed me around about something. Oh, okay. I gave so, a suggestion. You asked me a question. <laughs> yes. I gave my suggestion. Yes. And I answered with a gif from Top Gun of Maverick saying, yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. And oh, I thought oh she'd my be gosh. like, stop oh. it with the yes, ma'am. But all she was excited <laughs> about was Top Gun. She's like, that is my number one weakness movie. Oh, my God. It was so good. It was Tom Cruise, old school, Maverick, Top Gun, yes. 1986, in his Maverick uniform <laughs> with uh, just the most amazing smile and the chewing gum at the back of his mouth. You can tell when he's saying yes, ma'am, and the most amazing aviator glasses. He was so, I mean, he's still very good looking, Tom Cruise. He was a absolute prime babe in 1986. In that movie. Yes. I've I've watched lots of Tom Cruise. I was yeah. obsessed with Tom Cruise because of Top Gun. And yes, Top Gun is my weakness movie. Like the emotions, the movie. I mean, if you don't ball your eyes out watching that movie, something's wrong with you. Danger zone. Oh my god! Danger you laugh, zone. You cry. Ice man. Yeah, you <laughs> laugh. You cry. You cover your eyes if you're sitting with your parents at certain scenes. There's drama. There's inspiration. It's about determination. About oh, yeah. perseverance. There's Kelly so many, McGillis. Kelly McGillis. <laughs> there's so many hidden messages, but obvious messages in that movie. The new one is coming out. Yes, it's coming out at the end of May. I am so excited. It's like 25 years later. Yeah. I can't I can't wait. I I have always loved Tom Cruise right. even through the thick and thin of it all. I've been a huge Tom Cruise fan. So when you say, when you put up a gif or jif, whatever you're supposed to say, because <laughs> right. we found out it's actually a gif. But we refuse and we're still calling it a gif. <laughs> yeah, you meant to upset me and annoy me, I think. Yeah. But no. I know you were all into it. What's your weakness movie? Um, you should know this. Come on, we've worked together for 10 years. What's my weakness movie? Anchorman? <laughs> <laughs> Amazing guess. I was thinking Titanic. From the king of the world! <laughs> you love Anchorman. Oh that one like works one hundred, like 60% of the time, 100% of the time. That's no, your no. Oh my God. 60% of the time, it works every time. Yes. Is the line, but no, it's... Come on! Yes. I can't. Uh, I, I, I can't. I can't. Everything about this movie I can't handle. I lost it. Yeah. I, I actually lost my... I've never cried harder in a movie. <laughs> really? Oh, my God. I can't. I'm frozen when he's frozen in the water and she has to let go. I, I seriously... 
I was oh, okay. a train wreck. Really? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yes, for sure. Super <laughs> emotional. But I just kept thinking there's room for him on that door. Oh, that, I think that's all I kept going. But just let him on. No, I know. I think if you guys kind of do like starfish together mm-hmm. on top of each other. No, they mathematically figured out there was like six <laughs> ways that she could have fit Jack. Rose could have had Jack on the board, the door with her. Yeah. And she was like, I'll never let go. But then she but didn't she let go. Invite I mean, it's fine. And I never understood why the old cute rose, like the old lady rose, mm-hmm. threw the black pendant, the diamond, or that blue diamond. Was, yes. di- was it a black diamond? It was blue. Blue diamond. <laughs> into the ocean. Yeah. That, that part Right too. at the end. You know, because like she could have set her family up. <laughs> That's where you went financially. <laughs> it just didn't make sense. Holly and Nira. Holly and Nira. Virgin Radio. Are we... Bees. Bees? Are we bees? Oh, there's the hive. <laughs> Uh-oh. Are we bees? We're going to straight up call ourselves out, okay? Going to have a vulnerable moment of us being bees. Okay, and us being me and you? Me and you. <laughs> Am I involved? Holly and Nira. Because <laughs> if they get pizza, what do we get? <laughs> What about us? Totally. What about us? And fine. Like I said, we're calling ourselves out for being bees right now. Because if they're getting pizza, what are we getting? This is all because the world is changing. Thank you. We appreciate it. In this building, people are coming back to work now. Physically, guys. Physically. I had to pee beside someone else in the stall next to me yesterday. What was that like? It was weird. Wasn't it? Yeah. I, was I walked in their stream. I know. I walked in and Holly, <laughs> like normally Holly and I talk in the bathroom. Yeah. Holly refused to talk to me. Just gave me these eyes yeah. and pointed at the stall, letting me know. And then, no, she mouthed, someone is here. I was like, <laughs> we're not alone. <laughs> <laughs> this is how we're dealing because us, we've been here the entire time. Mm-hmm. Now having people come in, it's quite the adjustment for us. And the, our company, Bell Media, is so awesome. They really want people to feel safe. Of course. and they really, It's the reason they haven't had people in the building for two years yeah. was to keep us safe. Yeah, to keep everybody us safe, safe. Right? Keep everyone safe. And it's very sweet because you're like, okay, welcome back. This is now your hybrid environment. We're your not gonna, safe, safe hybrid environment. environment. Well, Welcome everyone back with, you know, safety at the top of your mind, safe mm-hmm. greetings. Mm-hmm. Be kind to people, you know, mental health, mental health, it plays a role here. And they've set up like a, a, a photo wall on the main floor entrance so to, that to you- welcome people back, like <laughs> hashtag welcome back to work, like woo, in the photo wall. And uh, every department gets to organize their own pizza parties. Yes. <laughs> and we are part of the programming department. And pizza parties would usually happen at lunchtime. We're not ever here for lunchtime. That's right. Our lunchtime is like 8.30 a.m. Yes. Like, seriously. Like, with respect. 8.30 a.m. Yes. So we're saying, if they're getting pizza for coming back to work, and we've been at work this whole two years, what do we get? What about us? Honestly, like, every email we've got about back to work so far is like, guys... Make sure you f- make everybody who's coming back feel really comfortable and safe and thank them for their hard work over the last two years. I agree with all of it. But w- what about us? Yeah, what about us? What about all the people who have been working in the office? Yes. In the 
hospitals, in the schools. Again, in, we are not comparing no, no. ourselves to we're healthcare not. workers or teachers. No, but like even grocery respect. stores. Like yes, yes. Like the, yes. those are all frontline workers yes. who have been going into work. And I know everyone's very concerned about yes. everyone who's been at home. Are you okay? You have to take your sweatpants off. It's equally as weird for us. It's very weird for us because believe it or not, we are also considered essential. Because yeah. we're media. We've been doing this the whole time. We were essential. Right. And I just, I want to know. Right. What, get- what do you want? What would make, what would make you happy for management, Nira? Like, just straight up. They're not listening right now. It's too early. <laughs> no, it's fine. I don't know. Someone just was like, here, coffee on us because you've been working so hard. Coffee. That's Even what, coffee. That, like, okay. Just to, guys, Something. Just thank you. Not come thank back. You. Or you not come back at noon to get your pizza. Right. You want pizza? Come back at noon? I want pizza at 8 30 this morning. Can, we can arrange that with fresh slice. Hey, fresh slice, if you're listening. They're not awake yet. Are you Turn sure? the ovens on. <laughs> it's lunchtime. Holly and Nira. Virgin Radio. Do you suffer from cell phone influence? Stop it. Nira is trying to blame me for her cell phone usage at Dua Lipa last Friday night. Yes. I was fine. I was totally fine. Put my phone away. It was in my purse, all tucked away. Dancing, enjoying the moment, being present. Such a good show. First show. Well, since, you know, the pandemic. Mm -hmm. First time. And really enjoying every moment of Dua Lipa because she is girl can't dance but <laughs> no 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 can't dance but can do everything else yeah. and looks unreal and can sing wow and then Holly started using her cell phone and started taking photos and all these videos can you believe it and can then you believe it how dare I I felt cell phone pressure <laughs> I I all because Holly and I were there together okay so it was it was myself mm-hmm. Nira Holly and mm-hmm. Johnny, the three of us were together mm-hmm. at this concert. And you pulled out your cell phone. And that's it. Then I started feeling pressure and I thought, oh, shoot. Oh, I guess I should be doing that. And then, and then the next day she's like, I'm like, what? Like, What's going on? Well, I feel I'm a victim <laughs> of what? Cell phone influence. Yeah, cell phone influence. It's a big thing. You if think you, I influenced you to use your cell phone? You completely did. <laughs> And it's my problem. Yes. I understand Good. that. This is my problem. But this is the problem with society. Mm, That's oh, what wow. the problem is. You do it, then I do it, then someone else does it. It's like that domino effect. Right. But if I didn't post a video, was I even at Dua Lipa? Oh, my gosh. That's your issue? <laughs> I have many issues. Your story's not enough? You saying you were there wasn't enough? That that's the problem for you? No, just so you know, I was very reserved with my cell phone usage at Dua Lipa. I wanted to record like the whole thing and <laughs> weirdly zoom in and zoom out in the crowd and like I wanted to go crazy, but I also wanted to really enjoy it because it was also my first time out in like two years yes. at a concert. Yes. And it was so good and stuff like that. But I, I took a few. I, that was like nothing for me. And you were like, I can't believe you. <laughs> well, it was too much for me. Right. Because I hadn't done that yet. I took a couple of photos of us before the show started. But once mm-hmm. the show started, I really want to be in there. But then you started putting your, you put your phone out and then you were taking videos. And like you said, you were doing like the zoom in, zoom out, yeah. going around the with the crowd, taking all these photos. Mm-hmm. And then I felt that I had FOMO. I was like, I don't know why, well, should I be doing this? And that's the problem. As soon as we start seeing other people doing it, 
doing it, then we think we should be doing it too. And that's what's wrong in the whole thing. Because you were watching then the show through the lens. Mm-hmm. That's not fun. It was still a good show. Through <laughs> my phone, I saw that. Holly and Nira. And now, the biz with Nira. Well, it looks like their relationship has gone next level again. Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson. That's today's top biz story. Kim Kardashian introduces Pete Davidson to daughter Northwest. Hey, uh, I'm Pete. Hi, Pete. <laughs> that was a really good Northwest impression. <laughs> Hi, Pete. Hi, Pete. <laughs> Kim Kardashian officially has introduced Pete Davidson. Now, wow. Whoa, that's big. That is giant. That's huge. Not sure about the other kids, but North at this point. Uh, it was photography that was found of him in Kim Kardashian's kind of like little estate cart. Mm-hmm. It's like one of those hot pink, it looks like a golf cart style yeah. car. Yeah. I don't really know even know what it is, but. I think he, if you're rich, you just like, you, you don't walk anymore. You just get driven around. Okay. <laughs> well, Pete Davidson had baby, uh, baby North. I used to call her baby North. Of course. Had Hopefully North. he didn't call her baby North. That's baby offensive. North. <laughs> he had North in the car with him and he had Scott Disick's daughter, uh, Penelope, because they were in Scott Disick, Disick's gated community as in Courtney Kardashian's daughter. I know. Again, whole, very relatable. The whole story. Um, but. I don't know, should we be surprised that this is happening? When it all started going down, Pete Davidson, Kim Kardashian, they started dating. I was like, hmm, it's kind of big. This is not just a fling, it feels like, or a rebound. You're like, yeah, it is. I was certain. And now look at them. He is meeting or has met one of the children at least. And she's met his mom and grandparents? Yes. Wow. And apparently there's this interview that's going to be coming out with Robin Roberts and Kim Kardashian. And she says that she is at peace with Pete Davidson. Hmm. At peace. You don't talk about being at peace with a fling or a rebound. Also, it doesn't sound very spicy. How's your relationship in the bedroom? I would describe it as at peace. Well, you know when you've had Uh. spicy, spicy, spicy for too long and then now you just need some milk? Isn't that settling? Is it milk settling? A little bit? No, settling. Like settling. settling for your tummy. No, 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 no. I don't mean like a digestive. Pete's my digestive. Okay. He's our digestive. I mean like Pete is our digestive. Is she's settling a little bit. Settling. Yes. I don't think she's settling. Are you sure? But I think it's settling. Okay. It's settling. Like it's, it's nice. It's ground. Right. It's like rooted. Okay. okay. Pete Davidson also gifted Kim Kardashian their SNL costumes for Valentine's Day. No. Okay. Because they were not a Aladdin themed skit. Right. He got her the magic carpet, you know, that rug thing. He gave her the genie lamp, their outfits, all as a V Day gift. Like, that is kind of way beyond what a rebound fling would do. How offended were you as a brown person, Nira, by that skit? It was really offensive. Because <laughs> the whole Aladdin movie, if you watch it again oh, now, you're you like, can't. um, no. Uh, I mean, at that time, being a person of color, I was yeah. like, sweet, finally. Yeah. People of color in a cartoon that, yeah. you know, and it's all about, like, it was really cool. But now I look back, I'm like, whoa, I think that wasn't okay. It was so stereotypical. <laughs> like, she has a pet tiger. Right? I'm like, was, okay. I know, I know. And I was like, really? Pete Davidson and Kim Kardashian? But, yeah. Oh, well. Oh. Kanye West, upset with Forbes magazine. I mean, he's always upset with somebody. <laughs> Kanye West upset with Forbes magazine for claiming he's only worth $2 billion. He says he's closer to $7 billion. Oh, wow. So he's like, Forbes, get it together. He has this conversation with Forbes every year, by the way. <laughs> every year. Like, line one, it's Kanye again. Oh, yeah, again. Here we go. It's about that time. <laughs> All right. And 
I don't know if you know this, but if you are a fan of the Hallmark Channel, love it. A lot of people are obsessed with the Hallmark Channel. Did you know that they have a very extreme connection with Blake Shelton? Really? The Hallmark Channel and Blake Shelton's song, Time for Me to Come Home, has a major connection. Well, I don't have to hear no jingle bells, <laughs> just the ringing of the phone. Oh, yeah, there it goes. Mama just called and said it's time for me to come home. Blake Shelton's <laughs> Christmas song, Time for Me to Come Home, inspired four Hallmark movies. Oh, wow. Blake Shelton co-wrote this song with his mom. His mom is actually even featured on the song. <laughs> then his mom wrote a book for Time for Me to Come Home. Okay? And then Hallmark started talking to Blake Shelton's mom, and then they made... Time for me to come home for Christmas. Time for you to come home for Christmas. <laughs> time for us to come home for Christmas. Time for them to come home for Christmas. That was last year. That was their big giant oh my movie God. last year. And now they're already joking. What's going to be the next pronoun for the next yeah. time for who to come home for Christmas for 2022? All I know is it's going to be filmed right here in Vancouver. Yes, and that's why we also love the Hallmark Channel. They literally film everything here. Yeah, create lots of jobs. We love you. I'm Nira, and that's The Biz. Oh, it's happening. The biggest party going down BC Place. April 16th and 17th, HSBC Canada 7s, the Rugby 7s. Yes. Back. It's going to feel so good to be with people again. And Nira's actually in the Rugby 7s tournament this year. I can't yes. believe it. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, with a lot of padding. She's going to be on the field, not playing. She's going to be the in-stadium, on-field host? In-field host. Yeah, you almost had it. I'm an in-field host for the Rugby 7s. Super excited and stoked to see all the rugby players. Uh, no kid. I saw, I just started following them on Instagram and they were working out yesterday. I was I like, know, uh, they're ready. My husband's like, what are you looking at? I'm like, it's, for the, it's work. Yeah, you're like, I'm doing this for Nira. It's research <laughs> for Nira. <laughs> it's also research for Carly in Burnaby. Good morning. Good morning. Congratulations on Caller 25. You got weekend passes, full tournament passes, HSBC Canada 7s. Thank you so much. It's awesome. I've never won anything before. So great. Well, your first time is with us. Have so much fun and mark it on your calendar. You're going to be doing a lot of screaming next weekend, okay? That's right. Get your costume ready as well. Yeah, and your in-stadium drinks. Yes, all those things. <laughs> we'll hook up some more tournament passes for the Rugby 7s tomorrow morning at 7.30. Holly and Nira. Okay, let's just call it. Is it time to just cancel the Dutch? Not the people. And we love our Holland friends. Of course. But going Dutch with the bill. Wow. Money. What I really want to see is the I don't really need to be any though. We talked about this the other morning as well because a girlfriend of mine, now that, you know, the pandemic is kind of easing off and, you know, she's going out with bigger groups of friends. She has this one set of friends where she knows she always ends up spending more money because... Other people have more expensive taste. And then you end up going Dutch. And then Holly and I got talking about it more just off the air and just having conversations saying maybe it's just time to just cancel the Dutch. Why do we need to go Dutch all the time? Nowadays, especially because there are so many different types of people with so many different types of foods they can and cannot eat anymore. All these different diets that people are doing, not doing. Mm -hmm. All the different types of drinks that people are drinking, not drinking. Mm -hmm. That it doesn't really make sense anymore to go Dutch. Especially when you have the person who's like, and this is going to be ordered for the table. 
I can't stand Someone the for the table. always does the for the table order. I appreciate the thought. Like, hey, let's get some fries and some wings for the table. I appreciate the thought. But if I didn't order it, if I don't want it, if I have a main course that's coming and I'm like, yeah, I don't actually even, I'm not going to be able to eat everything if I get wings. Mm-hmm. I don't want to have to pay for it. Mm-hmm. See, Nira, you're a kind Dutcher. But not everybody is a kind Dutcher. Nira will go out for dinner, and if she's decided, you know what, tonight I'm going full White Rock, I'm going to get the lobster. Mm -hmm. You will offset something else, or you'll give people the heads up, hey guys, just let you know, I'm going to get lobster, I'll throw in a couple extra few bucks, Mm -hmm. or obviously I'll pay for it, or whatever. You're a kind Dutcher. Mm -hmm. But a lot of people would just order the lobster, order an $80 bottle of wine, and be like, what, we're all splitting it. Yes, Yes. Without even thinking about and it. And it happens all the time. And it's so the, stressful. And the problem also is is not having the conversation beforehand. Yeah. Are we splitting tonight? And if you do, you're labeled as the splitter. Mm-hmm. Then like, people, oh, she's so cheap. Ne- yeah. People never forget if you're the one who brought up the bill. Mm. Be like, hey guys, how do you want to do it tonight? Because you you also are right. I, I'm not a big meat eater. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I like fish and I like... Uh, maybe chicken. Okay. So if someone is doing the for the table and they're getting all these meaty things that I don't eat. <laughs> meaty things. But it is, right? Yeah, yeah. Then there's someone else who's like, oh, but I don't eat that because I'm gluten-free. But then you don't you feel like you also get judged if you throw it out there? You're like, hey, can I, I'll just get mine all on a separate bill. Yes. You then don't. So you, like, oh, really go, you're ruining the, uh, I'm like. You're ruining the vibe. Okay, sorry. I just oh. want to take care of me. And, okay, so this is one thing. I don't even do this on purpose, but it gets me out of a lot because of our shifts, the way we work. I always have to leave early if it's a weeknight thing. Yeah, of course. I'm that person that I'm like, I got to be out by 8. Like, that is my latest. 8.15, like, I'm pushing it. So I usually have to be like, by the way, I have to leave early tonight. So is it okay if I'm just kind of like separate on my own little bill here? Mm. That gets me out. Weekends, different story. Yeah. But weekdays. But why now are we feeling judged for wanting to pay for just us mm-hmm. it's ridiculous you're right and you were saying what if you are just a main course person mm-hmm. and you don't want to do a whole bunch of appies mm-hmm. and someone has ordered appies for the table and when the bill comes and it's split dutch and you haven't touched any of the appies you only got a main course you're still splitting the appies are you not yeah and then you're like well i should have eaten some because now I'm paying for them. That's the worst. Then you're like, I should have had some. Mm-hmm. Then I'm like, now I do want those steak bites, even though I don't even eat meat. Right. Those. That's one of those meaty things. The one of the meaty things. <laughs> Holly and Nira. Holly and Nira. Virgin. Am I a bad person? That's what you should be asking yourself. If you've ever faked an allergy just because you didn't like something. Whoa. <laughs> Producer Darren told me a story yesterday and I was like amazing he hates onions okay okay Okay. but he's obsessed with this taco truck in downtown Vancouver Mm. and he goes all the time the problem is he'll say like hey no onions and every time onions so what did he do last time he went to the taco truck producer Darren said to them no onions because I'm allergic and guess what he got no onions yes oh wow okay so he himself has said to this taco place, no onions. Yes, many but, times. But even though he says no onions, somehow onions just happen to be on the tacos. Yes. To take things next level, he has now just said, I'm allergic to onions. Yes. You know how much of an inconvenience 
that would be to a place, to the kitchen, to the staff, because they're now used to a lot of people with the gluten thing and the celiac thing. They have a separate section now in a lot of restaurants that's prepared for that. And, and the keto. Let's blame the ketoers, too. Yeah. Like but No carbs. Okay, but <laughs> for the real people who do have, who are celiac, like, yes. it's real. Yes. And, and kitchens now, a lot of restaurants have that. They know they have that special section. I don't think there's a special no onion section of this place. And the fact that he can't just go back to the taco joint when there's onions, because if something's made wrong, I just take it back to the place and say, hey, guys, by the way, I said no onions. Right. Can you? I, this has onions on it. And then usually people go, oh, sorry. And they'll make you another one without the onions. What if there's a huge lineup? You get to the top of the line because you were just there. I make my way to the front and be like, hi, I just got this. Well, of course you do. I'm already, I've already paid. This is my product. It's made incorrectly. I'm not waiting in line again. I need it without onions. It is a huge ordeal as soon as you drop the A word. Allergy. Allergy. Yes. Because I, for a while, I'm good now, but I had a a gluten, not a gluten, a wheat intolerance. Okay. They called it. It wasn't an allergy, but it, wheat made my stomach really screwed up. I got hives. Yeah. I was a mess. So whenever I went somewhere, I'd be like, um, like, no, can I have wheat free, wheat free? But then they didn't really get it. And they kept doing the onion thing to me. Like you're breaking out in hives. Yes. I'm going to give you a pass, but, but um, then I said to them, okay, fine. I'm allergic. And then it was like a whole ordeal. Like we have a separate kitchen. I was like, okay, never mind. Yes. But you, okay. In that situation, at least you're breaking out in hives. Right. Let's call Darren in here. Darren! Let's find out. Let's find out if he gets hives. Because my concern is, this is a taco place, taco joint that Darren keeps going back to. Hi, Darren. If at any point these people find out that you faked this allergy, you're getting, like, your condiment is going to be saliva. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, don't put me off. I I do feel kind of bad because I know it is a big inconvenience to kitchen staff. Right. But, you know, I went there four times. They've got a really good, like, happy hour deal. And it's not like I open it right there. You see, I go home. So I'm at home. I'm ready for the tacos. And it's not like there's a few onions. There's a lot of onions. Like, the the apartment stinks of onions. Right. Oh, so it's also a smell issue. It's not just that you don't like onions. You don't like the smell of onions. Now, Darren, you are straight out of Ireland. And I'm wondering, maybe they can't understand him when he says no onions. <laughs> yeah, maybe you need to write a note. No, this, Say it for us. This has been an ongoing issue throughout my life. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah, it's always happening. I feel for people who don't like onions because they're in everything. And... Um, and some, someone told me years ago, you know what, you should just say you're allergic. And I have always felt bad and said, no, I'm not going to say that <laughs> no, because no. I've been asked, are you allergic? Because they might be, well, there might be traces of onions. In yeah, it. yeah, well, there's yeah. No there's onions. always the trace. And I'm like, no, no, it's fine. That's fine. I'm not allergic. You're not allergic. So, yeah, you can't go around saying you're allergic. You I had like enough. Them. You've I had, had enough. enough. You've had enough of what? The onions. There was so much onions. I, I couldn't take any more. Okay, so now what you need to do is write a note when you're ordering. Because, yes, you write a note. This is my order. And in bold, in okay. capital letters, like they teach you in preschool, no onions, please. No, no, Nira, you don't want to show up to a cashier and slide them a note. <laughs> yeah. They're going to be like, it's not a bank. 911. <laughs> Holly and Nira. Holly and Nira. Virgin Radio. What's flossing etiquette? Like, legit. When you floss, what is the etiquette? These are the things that can keep me up at night. Things that make you, things that make you go. This was my mom the other day. Yeah. And I always keep floss in the kitchen, like in the kitchen drawer. Because mm-hmm. I don't want to go all the way upstairs sometimes after a meal. Good. Right? 
<laughs> and I was flossing. My mom was there. And she was like, you are so disgusting. <laughs> Thanks, mom. I love you too. What? <laughs> because when you floss, first of all, she couldn't handle that I was just doing the middle of the floor in the middle of the living room. <laughs> There's no like, judgment for me on that, dude. I am obsessed with flossing my teeth. Right? She's like, go to the bathroom. Right. I'm like, ah, oh, mom, I'm like in the middle of something here. Okay, fine. I just got one thing stuck. But she could not handle that whatever was, this is going to be too much information, I apologize. Sorry if you're eating. But whatever was stuck in my tooth, like I mm-hmm. had this piece of sandwich stuck from the lettuce, whatever that piece of lettuce was yeah. stuck, that I didn't take it like from the actual floss, I didn't take it and go dump it in the garbage. Hmm. What did you do with it? It just went back into my mouth. Yeah. That's normal. No, she says that that is disgusting. And that can only be done if it's a toothpick, not floss. <laughs> oh, my God. Because at a restaurant, mm-hmm. you don't get offered floss. You get offered toothpicks. Can you imagine anyone? Floss? <laughs> right? And I that, would love that. Right? And at a restaurant, she says, you can only do that with a toothpick. Because at a restaurant, when you get a toothpick, is to pick it out, but you, you don't have anywhere else to put it. Yeah. It has to go down. But when it's flossing... Mm. Mm. Uh, flossing is done at home and in the bathroom. It should never go back into your mouth and swallowed. You're supposed to spit out whatever comes off on the floss. Okay. But I'm like, but it's already in my mouth. Yeah, and you've already chewed it. You just didn't <laughs> chew it well enough or it got stuck in one of your grooves. Yeah, no, that's part of your lunch. That, it was disgusting. And it's also lettuce. That's good nutrients. Yeah, but <laughs> apparently it's bad flossing etiquette. She was so disgusted by me. She's like, you are so... Okay. That's just so wrong, Nira. Ew, Nira, Nira, Nira. I love it. You're like, I'm sorry, Mom. I know. I was like, I'm... I'm and I just head down, walk to the back. like, you're grounded. You're like, I'm an adult. I was all shamed. Um, there should be no shame around any parts of flossing. I'm proud of you for flossing, Nira. Thank you. Do you. There are so many of my friends who are like, I only floss like a week before the dentist and they never know. Oh, I'm they like, always they know. They know. No, they They're know. being kind to you. They know. And that is disgusting. And yeah. I don't know how you can't floss all the time. So I have, I have floss here at work. Yes. I have floss in my purse. Good. I have purse. I have purse. I have floss in my other just big handbag. Yep. And then I have floss in my little, I have a little bag, toiletries mm-hmm. bag in my car. Yeah. And then I have floss in the kitchen and then, of course, the bathroom. Yeah. No, again, let's not shame the flossers. Yeah. We should be encouraging you flossers to floss wherever you want. My mom thinks that's inappropriate flossing etiquette. If anything, we should have toothpicks because flossing, also because you wrap it around your fingers and then you change, you keep changing a little bit of the positioning of the floss if you yeah. use too much, then all that is also on your hands. So that's I find toothpicks way more disgusting than floss. Interesting. And I can't stand this toothpick where, I don't know why for some people are like, because it's wood, I can sit at the table and look at you and use it. I can't stand that. Go away. I don't want to see you flossing either. I find that like, I don't, I'm happy you floss. Well, I don't do it in front of you. Go. Yeah, yeah. No, I know you don't. I appreciate that. But the toothpick thing is is way more trippy to me. But the toothpick, they hand to you at a restaurant. It's gross. Like not hand to you. I mean, they're there at restaurants because they understand. But so you're more disgusted by a toothpick, but way more. But aren't you also proud of the people who are toothpicking? No, because that's not flossing. No, that's fake flossing. Your reasoning for the flossing is not actually because something's stuck in your teeth. You're saying it just for hygiene. I like the only. F- I only like how my teeth feel when they're flossed, and I'm I'm not kidding. You. I floss like six times a day. Yours is a hygiene, like for hygiene, how it feels. But yeah. if something's stuck in my mouth, yeah, yeah, and I need a toothpick, you're going to be grossed out by me. But if I use floss, you're okay by me. Yeah, yeah, that's another whole issue. 
That now I'm mm-hmm. uh, now I'm now I'm being judged by you in a different yeah. category because if I'm in a restaurant, I'll use the toothpick. I know, but where do you use it? That's my problem with the toothpick. Some for some reason, people are like I'm at the table. I can use a toothpick, and this is cool. No, no. I don't think anybody's thinking they're cool. I think they're just in a situation where something is really annoying. No, their I've tooth. seen people. I know a dude who lets it like hang out of his mouth, like it's like a dart in the seventies. Like yo, I'm like you do not look cool with a toothpick in your mouth. You look like a ding dong. Okay. Again, also. I have not been caught doing that. <laughs> okay, you're true. You yes, have it. You're yes. right. You're right. Holly and Mira. Weekday mornings, 530 to 10. On 94.5 Virgin Radio. Our boyfriend, he's coming. Our communal boyfriend. We don't know if Sean Mendes knows this or not, but he is newly single, and we got a pair of tickets to Sean Mendes, Rogers Arena, July 2nd. We want you to go. We're going to your hometown. I maybe again near we're going over to the island. Again? Let's say good morning to Jen. Calling us from Vancouver Island this morning. Good morning, Jen. Hi. Whereabouts are you on the island? Where? In Mill Bay. Mill Bay. Mill Bay. So I'm from Nanaimo. Uh Uh-huh. And you are Mill Bay. That means we are very connected because Island Girls rock, right, Jen? Yes, yes, yes. And you both love Sean Mendes. Obviously. But uh, uh, I love Sean Mendes, but my older boy, he's obsessed with Sean Mendes. He knows all the songs. Aw, um, what, what's his name? Uh, Johan. Johan? Aw, Johan. Yep. Okay, so this is for Johan. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, you're caller 25, Jen. You, Johan, you're, you're getting on the ferry. You're coming over. You're going to Shawn Mendes. Yay! Thank you very much. You're, you're so welcome. So, so welcome. Mark it on your calendar. July 2nd, Sean Mendez. You guys are going Rogers Arena. It's going to be amazing. We are hooking up more tickets for Sean Mendez tomorrow morning, 8.30. Good luck. Holly and Nira. Virgin. Nira and I are proudly wearing green today because today is Green Shirt Day. Amazing. A day to raise awareness about organ donation and a day to encourage people to register as an organ donor if you aren't already. The website is takes2minutes.ca because that is how long it takes to sign up to become an organ donor. Mm-hmm. Green Shirt Day was started by the parents of Logan Boulay. Okay, Logan Boulay, if you recognize the name, he was one of the 16 players and coaching staff that was killed in that absolutely horrible bus crash back in 2018. Remember the humble Broncos? Such a sad story. <sighs> Just it is. such a sad story for the community, for all of Canada, for anyone who's a parent, anyone who's a friend, anyone who's a brother, anyone who's a sister. Just a crumbling story. Like an absolute tragedy. But out of this tragedy... Came a beautiful story and and a and a beautiful new tradition called the Logan Boulay effect. So Logan Boulay was only 21 when he was killed. He was also an organ donor and a very outspoken organ donor because one of his favorite coaches, when he was growing up playing hockey, died waiting for a life-saving organ transplant and couldn't get it in time and he died. So Logan Boulay was like, I am going to become an organ donor and I'm going to encourage all my friends who are really young to also become organ donors. So Logan Boulay, after he was killed, his parents donated all of his organs, all of his tissue, and Logan Boulay was able to save six lives himself. Unbelievable. And because of this story and Logan Boulay and his push to become an organ donor and how important it is, almost 150,000 Canadians within the first week after Logan Boulay died also signed up as organ donors. I was one of them. I signed up there as an go. organ donor. After Perfect. hearing about this, I did not realize that it wasn't on my driver's license anymore. There you go. It used to be 
Mm-hmm. But then there's another box. I guess every time you renew, you're supposed to tick this box. People think once they've signed up, they've signed up. Yeah, I don't know if it's that way anymore. That's I what think, I'm saying. Yeah. So I didn't know that any of that had changed mm-hmm. and that all you have to do is now just register online. That's right. Mm-hmm. So the Logan Boulay effect is what it's all about. And they have one day today, April 7th, dedicated to becoming an organ donor and talking about it. It's called Green Shirt Day. And it means a lot to my family, Nira. I, I think you know this, but my family's been on both sides of organ donation. My uh, mom's fiance was killed in a cycling accident in 2007 and we donated all his organs and his tissue, his eyes, everything. He was able to save seven lives. Wow. And then on the flip side, my father-in-law, Chris, who is this beautiful human being, got a life-saving liver transplant, not from drinking too much, but a life-saving liver transplant back in 2001. And he has now had 21 bonus years on this planet he's got to meet his grandkids and it's all because of someone's taking two minutes to become an organ donor online and that's what you said it takes two minutes Mm -hmm. the website is takes two minutes.ca there you go you can find them on instagram we're going to post all the info today and if you didn't wear green today maybe next year april 7th Mm -hmm. you'll wear green for green green. day holly and nira Okay, forget puppies and hiking. The picture you really need on your dating profile to score big time is a picture of you gardening. Are you serious? For reals. Any guesses why? Gardening pictures are trending. Everyone is swiping right for gardening pictures. Uh, Showcases sustainability environmentalism part of it you love the earth you, you you care about nature you care about earth you're nurturing yes yeah you said all the words oh. nurturing you keep things alive you care you take time you love the planet mm. yes gardening and if you don't actually have an outdoor garden space um indoor plants have the same effect so if you're like check out my whatever mm-hmm. my succulents hey don't People make fun of succulents that. i'm not I, making fun but if just, you can actually keep one alive i just told you that i'm I've, I've become a succulent grower she's a succulent farmer i am i didn't i didn't know i could do this but if you were single dude you'd be killing it i think i would i wouldn't suck <laughs> okay seriously <laughs> pandemic happened and i started getting into gardening mm-hmm my parents were like, oh my gosh, Nira, are you growing a garden? Because I compost and I take my compost, I save it, I go put it into the dirt where good, my garden good, good. is. I'm growing things. I've started creating this little succulent garden. I give, I make homemade succulents and then I give them to my friends. Amazing. To foster and take home and build their own succulent gardens. God, my God. Yes. And I posted about it a few times last year. The amount of people that would respond to my stories of gardening and succulent growing... Yeah, I couldn't believe how many people were interested, and I love growing hot chili peppers. Mm-hmm. The the basket of fire is my favorite. Okay, and I real and then I pickle the, the wow. peppers after. I mean, who am I? I Dude, have no idea. I'm almost thinking you should leave your husband, right? Just to really score in the dating world right now. Could you imagine if I actually then posted about my pickled peppers? <laughs> Dudes would go crazy for Nira's pickled peppers. <laughs> Holly and Nira. Holly and Nira. Virgin Radio. A major friend fail. Do you have a personal text checker? I mean, and if you do have a personal text checker, shouldn't you tell your friends that you have a personal text checker? <laughs> because I sent Holly a text the other night. She did. 
And okay, no big deal. She replied back to me, whatever. But then the next day at work, the next morning, Holly told me that her husband, John, is actually the one who checked the text. Yeah, he read it to me. He dictated. (laughs) He actually text message dictated the message to Holly that was from me and knows what I wrote. What? I was in the middle of making meatballs. Uh-huh. True story. It was like ground turkey. So I had like turkey guts on my hands, Ew. which is just disgusting. Okay. Yeah, stop. And then I see out of the corner of my eye, like, I can see. I didn't hear it because who has their volume on their phone? Yeah. But I can see my phone light up. I'm like, oh, what is it? John's like, oh, it's a text. I'm like, who? From? He's like, Nira. I'm like, oh, can you read it? Because <laughs> I'm like, I don't know, work. It's in the evening. Is she okay? What's happening? Oh, my God. So he's like, sure, I'll read it. And the first thing he does, he unlocks my phone because his face unlocks my phone. And yeah. he goes, oh, it's long. Oh. I was like, oh. <laughs> Okay, read it to me. And he starts reading it. And I was like, whoa. Oh, she's going to be mad that you read that. Yeah, it was an intense message. It I mean, was. You should, you should tell me yeah. in advance, hey, FYI, I have a personal text checker. My husband. It's not always me who checks the messages first. It's my husband who sometimes goes to my phone and then dictates messages to me. I actually blame you for this because here's the problem with you, Nira. Well, it's my problem. Yeah, yeah. You either text me one of two things. Like a wine recommendation (laughs) or like something super intense about work. Like there's nothing really in between. It's like, do your kids want these hand-me-down jeans or get ready? And you're like, oh my God. So I thought maybe evening it was going to be like a wine or like a do you want a hand-me-down text. Yes, yes, you are right. But it was an intense one. It is. I'm very (laughs) one pendulum to the next when it comes to messages to you. I'm never just like, ha ha, funny meme. That's not me. You've literally never in your life and we've known each other for 18 years, whatever. She's never been like, what's up? Never. Never. It's always, there's something happening. Yes. For some reason. Why else would I be contacting you? There's a reason. And it honestly is like, hey, I'm getting rid of this tricycle. You want it? Okay, so what would you have liked me to do in that situation? Say to John, like, put it down right now. <laughs> Don't you dare no, read. No. Yeah, all, you saw it light up. You say to your, you said to your husband, okay, hey, can you see? I got a text. Who's it from? As soon as he says it's from near, I'll be like, okay, right. no problem. I'll get it later. Don't look. No, don't. You don't have to say. Don't look what she no, wrote. No, you don't have to say any of that because now you're causing suspicion. Mm. And now I feel ridiculous because now your husband read this really intense message from me about work stuff. Mm-hmm. And now he thinks I'm intense. Um, <laughs> he knows you as well. <laughs> I, I was hoping it was like a dirty pick. Okay, I was you know like, what? open Just it. Stop. Tell me, what did she say? Go away. Is it a pick? Go like, away. No. <laughs> Holly and Nira.